Now David fled and escaped and came to Saul at Ramah and told him all that Saul had done to him. He and Samuel went and lived in Naioth. 1 Samuel 19, 18. Dear God, thank you for being our protector. There is nowhere we can go or hide where you aren't with us. Thank you for the people in our lives who are there to help us through hard times. Give us wisdom and help us to know when to ask for help. We know whatever happens, our help comes from you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world. Cultivate curiosity and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. David is protected. In our last story, we learned how David became best friends with Jonathan and Saul's continued jealousy. In this story, we will learn how Saul keeps trying to kill David and how David is able to escape, inspired by the book of 1 Samuel. Hi, and welcome back. It's Julia Sadler. Thanks for joining the Kids Bible in a Year podcast with Pray.com. In today's story, Saul is determined to get rid of David for good, but then he changes his mind twice. Let's listen in and see if David survives. Saul spoke to Jonathan and his servants, asking them to kill David. But Jonathan refused to do so, for he was a close friend of David. Jonathan told David to be ready for an attack from Saul and his men and encouraged him to find a place to hide. Jonathan also told David that he would go to the field and speak to his father about David. Jonathan pleaded with Saul to spare David's life, reminding him of David's victory on the battlefield, the way he had risked his life for the success of Israel, and of his innocence toward the king. He asked his father why he would want to sin by killing a man who was not guilty of any crimes. The words of Jonathan were received well by Saul. Saul agreed to spare David's life, and Jonathan told David and brought him back to the palace. War broke out again, and David went out and led the Israelites to a great victory over the Philistines. The Philistines fled from David's army. Once again, an evil spirit came upon Saul while David was playing music in the palace, and the king tried to kill David with a spear. David again fled and escaped the attack from Saul. Saul sent men to watch David's house and to go in to kill him in the morning. Michal warned him that if he did not escape that night, he would be killed. Michal helped David secretly escape through the window. Michal tricked the guards into thinking that David was still in bed by placing items in the bed which made it look like David was still sleeping. Saul's men tried to take David, but Michal told them that he was sick. When Saul heard this, he ordered his men to go back and take David by force. When the men went back, they realized that David was not actually in the bed. 
Saul finally realized that David had escaped. He was very angry with Michal, for she had tricked him. Michal told Saul that David said he would kill her if she did not allow him to escape. David fled to Raham, where the prophet Samuel lived. David told Samuel of all the evil things that Saul had tried to do to him. Then David went to a town called Naioth to live there. When Saul discovered where David had gone, he sent men to capture David. When the men arrived, Samuel and the other prophets were prophesying. God's spirit moved on to Saul's men, and they too began to prophesy. Saul heard of this and sent more and more men to capture David, but each time they arrived, they began to prophesy. Finally, Saul himself went to find David. God's spirit moved upon him, and he started to take off his clothes and prophecy all day and all night. Because of what happened here, a saying was created, which asked if Saul was one of the prophets. Phew! Looks like David made it out alive this time. Running for your life must be exhausting. As we learned last time, Saul felt very jealous of David, so jealous that he wanted him dead. Thanks to Jonathan, Saul changed his mind about killing David. That is, until right after that, when David won another big battle against the Philistines. People were probably cheering his name again, singing songs about him, and calling him God's warrior. As you can imagine, Saul became more jealous than ever. Remember what we said about jealousy last time? It can make you feel so angry that you do crazy things and disobey God. After Saul tried to kill David with a spear while he was playing his harp, David's wife, Michael, came to his rescue next. She tricked Saul's men into thinking David was still in bed and feeling sick when he had already climbed out the window and was long gone and he knew just where to go. In 1 Samuel 19:18, we see how wise David was when he was on the run. He decided he needed help and he needed it fast. So he went to the one person he knew was wise and closest to God. He went to the one person that he knew knew him as well as anyone and understood his destiny. He went to Samuel's house. Samuel had been around for David from the beginning. He was the one who found him, anointed him, and believed he was God's chosen king. Do you have a Samuel in your life? Do you have someone who you know loves you and would help you no matter what? When you have a problem, even if it's your fault, it's always good to talk about it with someone you trust. As you grow, you will need help with things more and more because our world can be a crazy place to be. There will be many times in life when you don't know which way to turn or how to fix a problem that seems too big for you. Talking about important things is super easy for some people, but some of us have a harder time saying out loud what is in our hearts. When we do that, we feel better and others know how they can help us. So after you go to God and tell him everything in prayer, telling a parent or someone you trust can help you know what to do. 
I bet David felt safe and loved that night at Samuel's house. I bet he felt comforted just knowing that he was with Samuel. God gives us a family and close friends so we can have someone here on earth to feel close to. The Bible tells us to love God more than anyone or anything else. But sometimes we just need a person we can see and touch. We just need to talk, cry, or ask what we should do next. Today, thank God for the people God has given you to help you through hard times. Tell those people that you are glad to have them in your life to guide and protect you as you grow. God shows up on the scene at the end of today's story. Finally, after Jonathan, Michael, and Samuel's help, God ultimately protects David. Saul's men try to capture him yet again, but God stops them. And when Saul comes himself, God stops him too. Sometimes God uses people to help and protect us, but make no mistake, he's always watching over you and can jump in to protect you whenever he chooses. In Proverbs 3, 25 through 26, we find a very special promise. Don't be afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked. When it comes, for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being taken. He's got you covered. Thanks for joining me today, and I hope you'll come back next time as we learn some great things about friendship. Ready to say it? The Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you. And it's all true. Love our podcast? Subscribe for the latest episodes and help kids and parents explore God's Word with Kids Bible in a Year. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more inspiring stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com. Hey, I'm here to tell you about Up Faith and Family, the leading streaming service for uplifting entertainment. It's the only place to stream all seasons of the award-winning series Heartland with exclusive content you won't see anywhere else. Binge all the past seasons and don't miss a season 17 premiere on April 25th and stream a new episode weekly. Dive into the warmth of Heartland and let Up Faith and Family be your go-to service for all things uplifting. Start your free trial today. Go to upfaithandfamily.com for your free trial. Upfaithandfamily.com.